0: Hello and welcome to episode 364 of the VegGround Podcast. My name's Richard and I am on a mission to grow as much food as I possibly can in my allotment and garden. Today is the 28th of September 2020 and coming up a little later on I'm going to be talking about manures. But firstly, what have I been up to over this last week of my own allotment and garden? It's Saturday the 26th of September 2020 today. I'm just in my greenhouse at home. Now, first update for the week because, well, work gets in the way as always. But I'm not complaining because I am lucky enough to have a job, of course. But I would like to spend more time gardening, I've got to say. Something I've been thinking more and more about this week. Now, today, first task this morning was to go and get myself a new outdoor coat for working in the garden it's certainly very very chilly today and i've noticed there's been a gradual drop in the temperature i normally don't feel the cold that bad but i think as i've got older i'm certainly feeling it more and more today is certainly no exception i do have a an old coat which i usually use but it was falling to pieces and just felt time to sp- buy a new coat to keep me warm purely in the garden it is that time of year when we will find ourselves thinking about this sort of thing more it sounds a completely ridiculous thing to think about but it is quite important that we are comfortable I I believe anyway so went into a certain outdoor shop and bought myself a I think it's like a puffer jacket is a way to call it 30 pounds And I've got to admit, I do feel quite nice and warm in it. So it's done well for that. Now when I came home, I popped into my greenhouse first of all. Because I wanted to check just how much water I had in the butt. And in fact, I've got to fill it up, which I'll do in just a second. But what I noticed is that my tomatoes in here, which have been growing really, really, really strong actually. The string on those had snapped, knocking them down. And this meant that they were sort of laid across the floor. I've picked them up a bit and they'll be okay. I'm going to have to start removing these quite soon. So a bit annoying but it is what it is and uh, I can't do anything about it. Managed to harvest some tomatoes off this. Now this tomatoes on one of these I got given at an event back in March before lockdown started. And it is a new type of tomato from Suttons, and it's called something like a travelling tomato. So it's it's quite it's quite an interesting looking tomato. It's quite a bumpy. It almost looks like a bunch of grapes, but in tomato form. And it, the idea is is it's easy to travel with, so you could have it in your packed lunchbox for work and what have you. I had a few of those that are finally ripened. They ripened very very late. I've got to say. So I did pick those, and uh, I've eaten, tried one of those, actually quite nice tasting, so they're not not the end of the world. The skin is a bit on the thick side, but I guess that's part of the travelling side of it. Now these tomatoes, I'm looking at them right now actually, and there's so many flowers on them, so I think if this weather doesn't get too cold and it stays sunny we could end up with even more tomatoes a second flurry of tomatoes so I'm not going to remove these plants just yet now once I sorted the tomatoes out I decided I wanted to have a bit of a tidy up in the garden time for that sort of autumn tidy up Now I had a quick just uh, wander around, cleared a few things away. And then what I decided to do, in the area, the patio area, I'd used that this year in order to grow a few more plants. And I had them in pots and grow bags. Well, the pots, I've basically, that still had plants in them that were alive. I've moved those into one of the beds that I was growing in this year. Any of the pots that the the plants have died I've emptied those pots the compost has gone onto to uh, my raspberry beds and uh, I've put those pots away that's fine the end of the year for those the the compost isn't wasted because it's adding matter to my beds so win win all the round and there's still quite a few that are still growing the grow bags. I've got to say I had to slide one of them out of the way and it ripped. But the tomatoes are still alive and it's still producing, still growing, so they're gonna stay where they are for now. Now that kind of wraps up what I've been doing today. Oh no, it doesn't wrap up what I've been doing today. One of the main reasons I wanted to have a tidy up, especially in my patio area, is that over the winter I have a plan to build a new shed but that means I need to clear away the patio area and start that, which is why I was clearing the patio area up. But in that area, I also have a small 6x4 shed that we use to store wood. We've got wood burning, well, open fireplaces actually in our house, so we burn quite a bit of wood and we use the the ash in the garden as potash. But the other thing with this is that 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 shed is in the way, I've got other places that I want to to store wood so I started emptying all that wood out of there and stacking it up this will leave that shed then empty so I can dismantle it and start building my shed which is a quite a big project that I have lined up and something that I've now feel like I've taken the first step to achieve it So that kind of wraps up what I've been up to today. Tomorrow morning I'm going to go down the allotment and then I've got to go to a friend's new allotment. So lots coming on about that in just a moment. It's Sunday the 27th of September 2020 today. I'm just on the allotment just packing up. For today I only spent a brief time on the allotment today because earlier this morning I popped to a friend of mine who has just taken on his first allotment his name's Kevin and he's got a little allotment out in Midhurst way and I mean a very little allotment we're talking a third of a plot three and a half rods very very small plot in total but he, uh, he's only taken on about two three weeks ago and he's asked me to come along and just uh, share some advice so i I had to look down there gotta say the thing that really blew me away is firstly the soil looks amazing it looks like such good soil that we can just grow away pretty much anything in it and the other thing that i noticed was that his allotment had barely any weeds in it it's been looked after and not left to go to ruin so two very positive points that he has had for his allotment the bad side that I could see is that he's surrounded by woods on either side and there's not a huge amount of light that's um probably a little a little bit of a problem but not going to be the end of the world anyway I had a look down there and he was sort of asking what he could grow I suggested get some cabbages and cauliflowers in to grow over the winter and a few peas and uh, he started digging out a trench for his beans so overall very very positive experience and it's great to see somebody else getting into the whole allotment vibe and he seemed to be really enjoying his time that he is spending on the allotment. After that I did then come to my allotment now because time was getting on I didn't have a huge amount of time. And I'm looking around, actually, because it's sort of turning into the autumn. It's not so much that needs doing. I dug out a row of potatoes. This was a row of King Edward potatoes. I've got to say, I'm actually really pleased with the amount of potatoes that I got from that run row. Far better than I was expecting, but I'm really pleased with it. And I'll have to weigh them. I reckon I've probably got about 10 kilos of potatoes which I will now take home and uh, clean them up and use them for dinner I also harvested a couple of courgettes a lovely looking cauliflower a few tomatoes and yeah that that's about all I've harvested today basically I've been down here having a good harvest session now I would have liked to have spent a bit more time down here today unfortunately I got chatting to Kevin in a as I do when I chat, it tends to take up a lot of my time. So I will have to make a point that next weekend I spend an entire day down here just to make up for things. Uh, like I said earlier, it's not in too bad a condition down here because we are in autumn. We're not exactly getting loads and loads of plants start to grow, or loads and loads of weeds start to grow, I should say. We are overall, everything is looking after itself, but I do need to spend a bit of time. Clearing away old plants, clearing away weeds, just getting back on top of it. I've got quite a few more apples that need harvesting, that sort of thing. Just just got to crack on and do it. And it won't take me long now, if rather pleased to say. Right, I'm going to head on home now. Now, I don't know if this is going to be the end of this weekly diary update. Monday, I still might be able to do a bit of gardening. We shall see. It's Monday, September the 28th, today, podcast day, but I have got a quick little update. I've got myself in my wife's good books today. Came home from work, popped out to the garden, just checking on a few things, and I've been I've been watching my Cape gooseberries, because I think some of them are nearly ready. But today, there was a few that are ready, so I picked those, took them into my wife, and we ate them and I tell you what these things taste absolutely delicious my wife has always said they are the best thing I ever grow and while I don't agree with that statement I do think they are really really good really really tasty really citrusy and absolutely delicious flavor so I am very very glad of that and to have grown these again this year well That is just a quick little update for today, not much going on. Certainly feel like autumn is drawing in rather quickly at the moment, but it's all going towards that overriding. But it will soon be winter and then it will be back into spring, so always got to think ahead. This wraps up this week's diary section, so... I'm going to have a quick word from our advert and then I will meet you back in the potting shed where I'm going to talk about manures. I hope you are enjoying the show so far. If you are, then perhaps you might consider becoming a member of the Veg Podcast Supporting Members Club. For just £5 a month, you help me keep these podcasts, videos and live shows going and encourage more people to grow their own food. As a thank you... You get exclusive behind-the-scenes content only available in the members' area of the VegGround Podcast website. Extra exclusive podcasts, videos, and blog posts only for supportive members. On top of that, each month I send you a gift pack of collection of vegetable seeds that can be sown that very month. And we sow and grow these seeds as part of the club together. Now to find out more, just head to the vegegrowpodcast.co.uk and click on the shop. Manures. It's not the most glamorous subject, is it? But gardeners everywhere will be on the search for manures wherever they can get it. And at this time of year, I certainly find that I want to get a fair amount of manures on my garden beds to mulch the surface over the winter when they're not in use. The main reason that we add manures to our beds is to add nutrients to the soil and to add organic matter to the soil. Adding nutrients to the soil is, of course, important in order to help our plants to grow better and produce better and more nutritious food. And adding organic matter to the soil helps the soil structure and makes the soil more spongy, which helps hold on to moisture for longer, which of course is very, very important. Now, I find that horse manure is probably the most commonly used manure. I believe this is because it is probably more readily available at most stables, and most stables are more than happy for us to take the waste away, because if we don't, they then have to pay for it to be taken away. Nowadays, however, I do note that most stables will actually sell the stuff, which I think is a bit cheeky in some ways, but you know what? people pay it now at the weekend I did notice that my allotment site has had a new load of horse manure delivered to the site and this is now where I get mine from it only costs me five pound a year to use and I don't think that's bad at all I used to spend a fortune and a lot of moving around when I used to buy manure in from my old supplier Now, the only problem with the load that we have delivered is that it's not rotted down very well at all. The reason I know this is because I can still see lots of straw and horse bedding in it. Now, this will eventually break down, but this load, I can't add it straight onto my beds just yet. Instead, what I'll be doing is adding it to my compost bins and we'll mix that in with the rest of my materials until it is really well rotted down. We can tell when this is well rotted because it is incredibly crumbly and it almost looks like soil. reason, however, we don't use this when it's not rotted down is because the manure is so strong and contains so much nitrogen it could burn or scorch our plants and therefore they won't grow as well. Now the other manure that I use, and at the moment this is mostly at home, is chicken manure. My chicken manure, I obviously collect from my own chickens. And again, this can burn our plants if it's not rotted down when I place it on the soil. So what I do, every time I clean out my chickens, I add all the waste to my compost bins. Now, this also helps speed up my composting. Now, chicken manure is very high in nitrogen again, and this is really an important nutrient in the garden as it really encourages leafy growth, which is why I think it's great to use. And it's just another reason to keep chickens. But if you don't keep chickens, have a word with someone that does keep chickens and see if you can get hold of some from them or garden centres do actually sell pots of chicken manure pellets. Now chicken manure pellets is not a manure as we like to think of it but it is a very useful fertiliser. Now the final manure that I use but not the final manure that I'll be talking about tonight is quail manure. Again because I keep quail Now, the manure from quails is quite a cool manure, so it can go straight onto the beds without any risk of it burning any plants. Quail manure is actually quite small in volume, so it will never fill an entire bed up like I would do with horse manure. But it is just something that I add to the soil to add those extra nutrients in. And it usually has some sand mixed in with it, which also helps break up my clay soil. There are a lot of other manures that we could use, but I've heard a lot of people talking about using alpaca manure at the moment. Now, I've not had any experience of this myself, but what I have done is done a bit of research, and that has led me to find out that it is considered to be one of the best manures to use. It is a cool manure, so it can be used straight away without needing to rot it down. It has quite a low organic matter content, but it is full of nitrogen and potassium and once placed on the beds they tend to rot down quite quickly but again because it's cool it doesn't burn or scorch our plants now if you have an alpaca keeper near you go have a word with them and get hold of some i might try and get some myself and just see just quite how good it is cow manure Now, that is also considered to be a very, very good manure. One fellow on my allotment site, every three years, he says he gets a load of cow manure on his plots and he spreads it all around the ground and leaves it to work. Now, I have to admit, he actually gets some really fantastic results from his plot. So it's certainly worth considering. The downsides, of course, to cow manure is that it can be quite smelly, but it doesn't take long to rot down and if you dig it into the soil it can be ready within a month or two now if you keep rabbits then rabbit manure contains a fair amount of nitrogen so it can burn plants but if we compost it down with the bedding that when we clean them out we can then use that in the garden too and again it's full of nitrogen so that's going to really help our plants I've only really scratched the surface of what manure's we can use and I think it's safe to say that if any animal produces waste we can use it. However, we should avoid manures from meat-eaten animals which include humans or lion. Now I remember years ago that lion manure was used to scare away cats. However, It's no longer available in its pure form because it's possible it contains some pathogens which might make us very unwell, which is why it's no longer available and why it's not recommended to use manure for meat-eating animals. Now, if you're thinking about using any manures on your own allotment and garden, I hope this has given you a few ideas of what you might use. Or perhaps you have had a manure that I haven't mentioned and want to share your experience. If so, you can contact me by email, richard at Visit the website at VegGrowPodcast.co.uk, or you can find me on social, just search for The VegGrow Podcast. That's it for this week. So until next time, please take care.